Check, check. Mic check. This is the Fly Moto 60 Show. Presented by Maxxis Tires, Pro Taper, and Get Data. On PulpMX.com. Taking your calls and looking ahead to the races. With your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome everybody. Fly Racing Moto 60 Show. Last one. Well, we may do one before the Monster Cup. Or the MXDN. But maybe the last one, because it is the last round of the Luke Soil Pro Motocross Championships. This weekend in Indiana, Crawfordsville, good track. Good weather, it looks like, which is half the battle. We've seen a lot of mud there, so stoked on that. Stoked on you guys listening to this show, 702-586-7857. We are going to give away a set of Fly Racing 2020 light hydrogen gear and a couple, two Pro Taper hats as well. So uh, thank you to... um, Pro Taper and uh, Fly Racing for coming on the show, as well as Get and Maxis at 100%, our folks at 100% as well. Uh, Fly Racing, they double down their efforts to produce the best performance MX and off-road products for this year. The Formula Helmet redefined expectations in protection, ventilation, and weight. The new 2020 Vector Graphic is arriving now and can be seen on Fly Racing athletes worldwide, most notably Osborne on Team USA at the MXDN coming up shortly. From the Rion equipped formula to the redesigned Evo DST gear down to the new FR5 boots, Fly Racing has the head-to-toe option for any riding need. FlyRacing.com for that. Thanks to the folks at 100%, uh, the Ride 100%, use the code 25%, use the code MOTO60 at checkout to save 25% on casual apparel and accessories. Cooper Webb, Chase Sexton, Dylan Fernandez, Marvin Muskan, uh, the Geico team, all the star guys, they use the new Armega goggle, the pinnacle of vision technology from 100%. They offer unparalleled dominance for the modern racer, bringing ultra HD lens clarity to motocross. Experience definition never before viewed through the lens of a goggle. Again, ride100percent.com, Moto 60 at checkout to save 25% on casual apparel and accessories. Thank you, ProTaper, ProTaper.com. You know the name, you know the product. They, uh, they supply the bars and the sprockets for Geico Honda, JGR Suzuki, and Rockstar Husky Worldwide. And uh, thanks to the folks at Git as well. Git, Git. Uh, ECUs for Monster Energy Yamaha, uh, Aaron Plessinger, and Justin Barsha. Two-stroke, four-stroke ECUs, uh, data loggers, uh, wireless hour meters. They've got it all at Get Data and uh, their sister company, Athena, as well. Speaking of Get and Athena, Dan Truman will be on the show today. Coming right up here, Dan Truman, as well as Michael Antonovich from Swap Moto Live. Also coming up, 702-586-7857. We're going to give away a random uh, caller. Uh, we're going to give some gear, some hats away to random callers. So thanks, everybody, for uh, for listening. Appreciate it. Oh, thanks, Maxis, as well. MXST Tire. Developed by Jeremy McGrath. Used by AJ Cantonzaro and Supercross. Uh, their IT line's coming out real soon. Max's mountain bike tires are fantastic. So I'm Steve Mathis. Taking your call, holding things down over there in the corner. The Tits Legendary Tits, what's up? Hey, Steve. Last one. Last and one. And you came running in late. I it did. I was pushing it. Yep. Mark's left your gum there for you, by the way. 
I'm leaving it for him as well, so okay. it'll be, we'll just see who, <laughs> who caves first. I, I got a feeling he will because you're done. <laughs> you're out of here. This except Wow, except we'll see. Uh, you, yeah, maybe, you, maybe, maybe Boogie throws it away. I don't know. Right. Um, how's Intense Life? Intense Taser Life? It's fantastic. It really is. I got a couple rides in uh, this last week, and it's great. I went yesterday afternoon when it was still hot as balls, but I was able to just go through, got in a nice like 45-minute ride, nothing too long. It's but just beauty of an e-bike. It's hot as balls, it. yep. so let me just bump, just the, bump, bump it up a bump little bit. Bump the assist up a little still bit. Still get all the enjoyment, a little bit of exercise, yeah. and uh, I'm not dying. I rode today in trail mode, which I normally yes. don't do, and my heart rate was 132 average, and it was the weather's really good this morning. Yep. And uh, that's the beauty of an, e- of an e-bike right there, folks. A lot more fun than I expected to be really? honest with you. Oh, yeah. So better than you thought. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Like, you, yeah you test I, rode my, my, I test rode yours, yep. and I said, this is a lot of fun. And then I got my own, and I said, this is even more fun than I, than I thought it was. Like, it's, oh, wow. I'm genuinely surprised. Wow. Check you out. Yep. And for you to say that, that's big. Oh, yeah. Big yeah, time. Yeah, because you're yeah. not Mr. Fun. No, I'm dungeon pumped on this intense taser. Jesus. Yeah. 10 is the code to save at intensecycles.com. I uh, just got a note from a guy who bought a, a sniper trail cross country with the code. So thanks to the guy, thanks, thanks to Chad for that. Uh, intensecycles.com. Again, use the code PulpMX10. Let's get uh, Dan Truman on the show. So Eli Tomac clinched last week in a Buds. Third title in a row. Great job for him. Third MX, four for the MX title in a row for him. Uh, Adam Cincerillo was up 30. With two motos to go, I would say it's in the bag, especially the way Adam's ridden all year, except we saw what happened in Vegas. So I'm just going to put a little qualifier on that. I do expect uh, he will uh, he will clinch this weekend. But, hey, man, and if he does clinch, what an unlikely title. I mean, we everyone had Adam winning a Supercross title before an outdoor title. Everyone. So, uh, yeah, thanks to... Uh, Thanks to Adam for making this series uh, not that interesting, man. He absolutely uh, killed it. And 30 points up on Dylan Ferrandez. Dylan goes 1-1. My math's not great. But uh, I think I think if, Ad, if Dylan goes 1-1, I think Adam can go 9-9, I believe. So, uh, yeah, we'll check that out. Battle for second. I want to talk to Truman and Anton about that. Battle for second in the points. Now, a lot of these guys at the top level, they do not have um, – Top, top three bonuses. They have top two bonuses. So it's worth some money. Um, Marvin Muscan is up five on Kenny Roxon. Saw Roxon's second moto. We saw how that went. Um, temperature shouldn't be as bad as, as Bud's Creek this weekend in Indiana. But that's a that's a battle to watch because I believe that, that those guys are only going to get a bonus for second place. So the loser of that battle will get nothing, and the other guy will get uh, some money. So uh, also we have... Uh, new track changes at Indiana as well to talk about, um, and lots more. 702-586-PULP. Let's get to our first guest from Get and Athena. It's Dan Truman. What's up, Dan? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Just uh, getting ready for this last national. I, uh, are you going? I'm not going. Not going? Okay. And I don't think it's going to be that dramatic, but I still, uh, I'm still well, for it. Listen, I'll, I'll talk to you about the Marvin Kenny battle in a second, but we have a battle also going we on. We do. Uh, Pulpamex Fantasy for the admin group. Me, you, Marks, Parabinos, JT. I am up 12 or something on you? Yeah, it's close. I mean, I'm going to beat you. It's fine. Okay. All right. Wow. That's pretty confident. But, uh, yeah. yeah, so we, we, we are going to have a battle. I got to say, I, I was leading last year outdoors, and JT got me after Indiana. I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle another last round choke 
for me to yeah, for someone to be. I think with the Canadians coming in, you got such a soft spot for them. You'll probably, you know, you'll go with your heart, right. your Canadians and your A marks and stuff, and, <laughs> and you'll blow it. Dylan Ride and even yeah. even Welton and Osby, who who are American, yeah. but they race up in Canada. Yeah. Yeah, anybody yeah. that anybody that just crosses the border, you're you're all in on. Right, right, right. I could be, I could be. Uh, how's everything at Get in Athena? How's everything going? It's good. It's good. You know, we closed the factory in Italy uh, for the month of August, so it's, <laughs> no, it's a shocker, shocker. It's, it's a bit stressful for me because you know uh, I have to pre-order all the products and stuff. So um, they come back next week, men next week. So I'm excited yeah. for that. But yeah, all the new products, awesome. The the 2020 Suzuki now comes with. Uh, a get Wi-Fi comm so you can actually tune the stock ECU, which is something we've been working on for many years with the Japanese. And uh, it's pretty cool when an OEM puts your name on their bike, you know, straight right. from the factory. Yeah, that's so, awesome. That's um, good, good job on that. Yeah, that'll be that'll be really cool. So yeah, we we working on a lot of new projects, but yeah, everything's everything's been going good. Oh, good, good to hear. Uh, yeah, uh, the, the the guys in Europe, they got it going on, man. They don't do forty-hour work weeks. They do siestas in Spain and Italy, yeah. and, like big lunches, long lunches. Like when I when I first started, I was like, oh sweet, we get the month of August off. They're like, no, 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 just at the factory. I'm like. Uh okay cool <laughs> yeah 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 exactly right um all right so look uh, I was I was I was explaining I don't know how much you heard but these factory guys they only have top two bonuses a lot of them only um so Marv's up on five five points on Kenny now the weather should be better this weekend uh, I don't know who has an advantage on the track but uh, that's a little bit of a battle there's there's some money there for these guys at, up up at stake. Yeah, I mean, Kenny, Kenny even made a post on uh, social media just saying, you know, he really wants to get second, and I think he does have top two bonuses. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's I think that, um, the goal is to to kind of get top two if you're not going to be the champ, right? It's that simple, and I think, yeah. Kenny, I think Kenny's been better the last few weeks. Uh, obviously, the heat got to him at Bud's Creek, but yep. like you said, I don't really know that one of the – this track favors one or the other. Yeah, you know, so I think it should be good. I, I've heard some rumors that the track layout's a bit different right. too. So, um, yeah, I think it'll be good to see. At least we kind of have something to look forward to. And Eli going in with no pressure, he really hasn't had that the last few years. So we'll kind of see if he can, you know, if he can be Eli and go one one again. Yeah, absolutely right. Um, this is a good track. We just haven't seen it because of the mud. I think we've had one or two dry races at Indiana since it came onto the circuit. But it's a really good track. Yeah, I think it's a good track. It's it's a good facility too, you know, for for fans and everything else. So unfortunately, it gets a lot of a lot of rain, which hurts it, like last year. But I mean, even last year it was still good racing, you know, mm-hmm. 250 class, and and I think Barsha won the 450 class. So uh, it does. And then you get all the Canadian guys. I think last year Medaglia came down. And it was cool. So yeah. I think it's a good track for sure. Absolutely. Uh, we're going to do our Pulp Mex Fantasy podcast this afternoon, everybody, so stay tuned for that if you're listening to this, uh, and uh, we'll t- go over what we think is going to happen and go over our Bud's Creek review and everything else. Um, JGR, really the only the only silly season spot that interests me a lot is JGR. Uh, Brayton, we believe, is going to fill in for uh, fill that spot, second spot of Honda for Supercross only. And so JGR has got a spot. Um I believe that uh, uh, Chad will get the other – Chad will ride for there, right? I mean, we're pretty sure that probably will happen. And Yeah, but that's the plan. Yep, and then so then they have a spot. They got Hill they could bring back. They got either Bogle or Bloss, whichever guy doesn't get picked. Uh, they have Savachi, um, and they have uh, Marty. What do you yep. think? Um, non-bias, if, if I ran the team, yep. I, go with, I go with Chad because he sells products. Of course, yes. And, and does that. Uh, Supercross only. I, um, you know, this all depends on what riders are asking for, and I mean, I do have insight on what 
what they're asking for. So without putting that out there, I go with, hey, we're, we're tight on budget. We had to let go of a bunch of staff, right? So why don't I go with Martin Davalos and Supercross only? He wants to prove people that he can ride a 450. He'll put the bike up front. He'll get good starts. And I believe he would, you know, do his job as a second guy. Mm-hmm. And I signed Brock Tickle. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Tickle can start being a test rider and a fill-in as early as Tampa yep. if something was to happen to Marty or Chad. And then uh, Tickle's my outdoor guy, and I go with Tickle and Norrin Outdoors. Yep. And I think you could do that very cheap. So I think you could you could have Chad and Marty for Supercross only and Tickle and Norrin for Outdoors. And obviously Tickle's a, you know, a guy that wants to prove that, you know, he kind of got the bat end of the stick, and, and I think he would be fine as a fill-in yep. and that. Um, do I think Joey's the best rider? Yes. I think Joey uh, in, improved all year. He impressed me. He did better than I thought he would do, and I think Joey deserves the ride. But in this market, with what's there and what everybody's asking for, um, you know, it's tough. But, you know but, what I mean? But don't so. we think, the, but don't we think that um – JGR is going to have a title or two. I've talked to, I was talking to uh, David Evans a little bit uh, at Buds, and he said things look really good. They've got a few people on on the hook that that seem like they're very interested in a title. So it does seem like the funds for JGR will be up. Yes, uh, uh, yes. So if the funds come up, sure. But in that same situation, if I'm the team and I had to let go of five guys mm-hmm. on my staff that have been there a long time, I still don't go overpay for say joey you know uh, it's not like he has many other options unfortunately for joey he's in kind of a bad situation right yeah yeah well Um, i mean at this point like you got to figure joey and his agent um yet they got to come down on their price there's no other factory rides available exactly that that's my point so even if jgr has the funding sure but that doesn't mean you go overpay for the guy right you know we've we've seen in the past uh when they really needed a guy in certain situations and they had to pay you know, premium dollar, but right now they can kind of go like money ball effect and go, okay, yeah. hey, listen, we don't need to pay a ton of money, but we can get good value for our guys. Um, yeah. Hands down, I think Joey's the best choice. Yeah. But when it yep. comes down to, to, you know, to money, I think that you could go with Marty and and Mar- and Tickle and yep. be fine. You yep. know? You think so. Marty would do a super cost only deal? I mean, he did ride for the outdoors a couple of years ago and did pretty well. Yeah, he did, and I I think he would just because I think he wants an opportunity on a factory bike right. with a good opportunity. I mean, if he goes to Moto Concepts, it's Supercross only. Also, it's not yep. like he has yeah, he's yeah. in the same situation. It's not like he has tons of offers, right? No, no. You know, and I've heard rumors of a of a test that going maybe going down with those guys. And I mean, Marty and yeah. the other guy gonna the other guy gonna test the bike are maybe the two best practicers in the world. Yeah, <laughs> so, one of the yeah I heard Hill and Marty were gonna go out to California and ride the Moto Concepts bike. I don't like Jesus to beat Hill exactly in a five lap showdown. Marty's always been the fastest at his practice track, so I mean, I would actually like to go enjoy this and watch it. It would be it would be amazing. Could be, could be the battle for the ages. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I would go because I think they can get Joey for a decent price because. Um, he doesn't have a lot of options, so I would go Savachi. Uh, but but certainly I get what you're saying. Yeah, moneyball it, and uh, and Tickle's hungry. Tickle wants to prove that yep. he's still an elite racer. And uh, Brock's probably a tad better outdoors than indoors. You know, so yeah, you'd think so. I mean, he podium some, and he also podium Supercross. And uh, I don't know. I think that either way, I think they they're in a they're in a pretty good spot because they got decent guys to choose from. Yeah, they're two they're two fifty side, obviously. You know, they have Amar, and I think they could do the same thing. They yeah. can go and get guys oh, like... There's so many know. guys, Dan, for 250s. Yeah. 
I mean, you got guys like Jacob Hayes who doesn't know what you know yep. what he's getting kind of options, but maybe not going to hear until late November. Yep. Things like that, and you know, you got guys guys like Oldenburg who have tons of speed. I mean, he led a national this weekend, yep. and he has nothing. You yep. know, so yep. I think there's tons of guys, and you got Jimmy D who podium yep. two Supercross. How do you not bring him back for yep. Supercross only? Yeah, you know? Martin Dakotas Hayes Oldenburg Teasdale. Yep. That's a great yeah. 250 team. Yeah, you're good, yep. you know, and you can do that very Or Peters. Cheap, so. Peters whole shot the shit out of races, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, so I think, you know, like I'm saying, if I run the team and I know the financial situations, I go with some of these guys and, and money ball it and go a little bit cheaper. So, You think Chad's going to have any issue with the Pirelli deal? They'll be on Pirelli for 2020. Um, I, Chad's rode, rode him before. You think it'll be fun? Yeah, I mean, I know he's been riding with them, and um, I think he's – I mean, I do – I, I gonna, think he wants to be Pirelli <laughs> – Maybe that wasn't his first choice, right? Like, yeah. I don't know. Am I going to be interviewing him at round eight, Dan, and get a snide remark like only Chad can do about some grip and some traction issues on this track? <laughs> um, I don't think so. I mean, I, I think you're going to get an honest chat. I know. That's what I, yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, I think you're going to get an honest chat. I mean, he's he's using them right now, and, and I mean, I have texts from him that say, hey, you know, right. I, it's not the tire. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. slow or I'm fast or this or that. So right, right. I don't think that he's to that point. Um, I think there will be tracks where they go, they're maybe not as good, and tracks when they are better. You know, I mean, right. they just want to, they just want a world championship. So we know they're good on outdoor style stuff. Yeah. I think that they maybe oh. they they lack a bit on the hard pack side on the front, yep. um, which has been the complaint from you know from um, day one. That's actually been so. a complaint of every single tire except for you know a Dunlop or a Bridgestone for twenty years. Yeah, and it's yeah. just something that those guys have figured out. So. Um, you know, guys like me and you, we could probably ride it and be fine, and because we're not at that level pushing it to that to that max. But yeah. even you, you see some of Amart's crashes where he loses the front, and you know, and, and he says he loses grip. So it's hard to say. You know, um, I mean, it's always well, it's always going to be there for an excuse for the guys, unfortunately. Well, uh, AC's told me that he that scoop uh, outdoors out there that a, that Amart has on his uh, he yeah. he's a big fan of that thing. Adam Adam is. He's just like, yeah, "Oh my and god." Like I said, some of that, but you know, when you got a guy like Chad who's supercross only, uh yeah. the scoop the scoop <laughs> never gets mounted. <laughs> no. Scoop, scoop no so. good. Um yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do. That's that's the that's the spots really. I mean, and and you know what these AGE AJE Huskies and Cycle Trader if they come back, which they want to from what I hear, they're going to have some choices. Uh, Hep, Hep wants to yep. do a 250 team. They're going to have some choices of some really good guys, man, because uh, there's a lot of dudes that do not have rides that are good household names. Yeah, for sure. I know I know the, the Hep guys are, are really trying to build their program. Um, they're, they've reached out to us. We're working together with them a little bit right now in the offseason. And I think that they're going to have choices just like the – not the leftovers, but whoever JGR doesn't choose, right? Like they're going to get the Hayes's and the, the Peters and the Oldenburgs and those kind of guys, and they're all good. They're all good riders. So I think they'll it'll be good. It's kind of good for the sport that yeah. there'll be more teams with better riders. So uh, got into it a little bit this week. Well, actually, you know what? Let's take this call. This guy's been on hold for a while. Let's talk to Dale. Dale, what's up? You want to talk about the MXDN? I do. Uh, so you know, with our team not being the quote unquote A team that we might want. Uh huh. I haven't heard you guys say, like, what what would be a good finish or what would you guys consider a good finish for us? And I would, uh, after that, I'd like to make an argument of why this might be our A team. Uh, uh, but, I, yeah, what do you guys think with the best, uh, it, a good finish right. for us? Right. I mean, um, podium. If they get a third or better, I think that's a great job for those three guys. Uh, what about you, Dan? Okay. Yeah, and I think they get third. I you really do? do? Yeah. I think – 
I think uh, the Dutch team wins. France is second, and and USA is third. Yep. Yeah, not, that's easy to, to see for sure. Okay, Dale, so tell us why it's the best yep, team. I, I'm, on, I'm on board with the podium or better. So my argument why this is the A team for us, uh, because first of all, these all these guys are going to go out and spend you know three weeks, a month, or whatever prior to prior to the race, whereas Tomac, who knows what he's going to do. Tomac, is he going to go pound fence post the week before he shows up? Or and then you know get shuffled back. Whereas Osborne and Anderson, yeah, they might not be winning, but they're pretty damn consistent. Um, they're both, you know, where they're at. Their their average finish right now is like four and four and a half. Um, along with their starts are pretty pretty much there as well. And these guys are gonna go out and bust their ass. And uh, I mean, I don't know if they're gonna beat the Flying Dutchman, but right, right. Um. I I think that they. They could put up a fighting chance, and with consistency, um, they they might do pretty damn good, I think. And with yeah. Cooper being on that Yamaha, the Yamaha's well, going to pull through the stand. You uh, know, uh, Dale, I, the, the Belgians aren't where they want to be. I don't like Great Britain all that much. Um, you know, so there's a couple of countries, I think, that are um, that are not where we thought they'd be. Italy. Um, so, yeah, I, I think there's a little bit of a weaker field for other countries than in past years, you know? So, um, yeah, I, I, uh, I like it, Dale. I like the commitment. So you want to, uh, you want to, you want a pro taper snapback hat? Hell yeah. I'd love a pro right. snapback hat. All right. Stay on hold. We'll get your information. We'll get that out to you. All right. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks, Dale. Uh, he makes some good points, Dan, you know, I, I actually think they're, the team's fine. I, I know they all want to prove that they, you know, Jason's going to give it 100%. Uh, Zach, we know what Zach's going to do. And Justin's such a good starter, and the track's really hard to pass on. Whether he's that good in the sand or not, the track's still hard to pass on. It's a man-made track. It's super tight. And um, I think the 250 is the most important just because they get bad starts and, you know, they have to yeah. against 450s both times. And I think the only thing I would have liked to see, and I know Zach on the 250 was talked about, and I think that would have been yeah. you know, our best option, you know, go with Zach Anderson and then say Tomac or Webb. And I think that would have been our best team, but I'm fine with the team, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if they, you know, a lot of people are surprised. I think they're going to be good. And right. I think they're on the podium. Sure. I, I like the fact they're going over early. I'm surprised, yeah. but I like it. Because they're all, I think they're all motivated to do really good and kind of turn it around, you know, and I think they're going to do good. Uh, the Dutch team is just, I mean, they got second last year with two guys. Yeah. You know, Valandra yeah. didn't even get a result, and now they're going to the home track, and yeah. Hurlings is back. Heavy I, favorites, I, heavy favorites. Heavy favorites, but, I mean, we were heavy favorites last year, I would think, and, you know, anything happens in that race. We, we've seen it. But, yeah. and, the Fran- and the France always steps up. Uh, Roman just won a moto in Lommel. Paulin's good in the sand. And then the, the new kid, Vial, is a very good starter. He's a lot like Justin Cooper to me. He's very little and gets a good start, so we'll see how he does. So. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to, to, to see for sure. Are you going over? Are you going? Um, yeah, I don't really want to right? because I'd like to stay home, but more than likely I'll be there just because I need yeah. to support our people. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, let's go. So I, I was telling you before, Dale, um, I uh, – Talked to someone close to McAdoo this week and kind of got the side of the story. I'm just like, how did this, this TLD-KTM thing not happen? Like, I, it doesn't make any sense. They drugged their feet a little bit. Uh, then they, he got an offer from Pro Circuit, and uh, it was a little bit – it was quite a bit more, uh, 20% more, let's say, than what he was uh, going to get from TLD. And uh, so Cameron kind of 
he finally got the offer from KTM, but it came a little bit late. He'd already opened the door for Pro Circuit. So he's going to Pro Circuit. Um, TLD's not stoked on that, for sure. They're losing McElrath as well, who just went 1-1. Um, and, um, of course, Jordan Smith's going to Pro Circuit as well. So I got into it a little bit with the, with a the, with the source uh, close to the TLD team about Hartraft, who they picked up after McAdoo left them for PC. And um, obviously they're pretty biased, but they're really high on Hartraft and his, his, his ability. He's a, a, a one less year as a pro than, than McAdoo. Probably more consistent than McAdoo. McAdoo's been hurt more than, than Brandon. Uh, I like both guys. I think both are really good. Both work really hard. Both are good dudes. Uh, but I do like McAdoo to outperform Hartraft in uh, in 2020. But wh- where are you at on that? Yeah, and, and I I knew this story. Um, I was at Loretta's, and and I know both sides that you got. And yeah, I on paper I helped do some of the stats for the guys, and on paper they are these the same person. Yeah, I mean, their yeah. their their numbers this year are one number apart. Their numbers next year are going to be one number apart. Um, they start the same. They get the same finishes. They average the same. On paper, they're the same person. So. Um, you know, going back and forth with the TLD guys, it seemed like uh, McAdoo has gotten to ride a TLD bike. He's gotten to ride a Geico bike. Um, and he also podiumed to Supercross. So I put a little bit, him a little bit ahead, right? He got second at an East-West shootout. I've, I'm with you on that. But I do see the heart raft, and you put his his team and program maybe a step below what McAdoo had. Yeah. So you have you have to put that into consideration, right? So... I see it both ways. I think yeah. TLD. I think TLD was okay with either, and I, I mean, I don't blame McAdoo for he got the offer and then he went. You know, he drove straight down the freeway, yeah. and uh, I, I don't blame him for doing that. Unfortunately, TLD's been on the bad side of it. Uh, oh, dude, you know, right? Yeah. yeah. Like I really, I really respect uh, Tyler Keefe and those guys, and I think they tried to do the right thing with Shane McElrath, and um, you know. As you know, the story, McElrath is, is not staying at TLD and, yeah. you know, basically saved his career. He would have had to move up to the 450 class, and instead of moving up and getting those few points, he sat out, you know? And yeah, then, with the team's and, blessing, the team paying him and everything, right? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and it was kind of – yeah, so the team did all that, and then and then he goes, you know, to the competitor. So that was kind of TLD on the bad end of that. Jordan Smith um, kind of wanted change, and I, I'm fine with that too, and – so yeah, TLD's been on the bad end of it, but I have a I have a bet with Hartraft, uh, and I'm with you. I think uh, I think McAdoo does do better. But they're really close, and they're both good dudes, and they both work really hard off the track. Exactly, you know? and yeah. and I'll give them both that they both work so hard, and yeah. and they're both I think they're both going to succeed. So yeah. I'm, I mean I'm happy with it. I like yeah. those guys. And look, the cycle trader guys are good dudes, but you're absolutely right. Um, this will be a step up for Brandon Hartraft, and it'll be a step sideways or slightly up for for McAdoo. Yeah, I mean yeah. McAdoo really didn't have anything guaranteed, right? You know, yep. he's kind of, he'd kind of been a fill-in guy at Geico and a fill-in guy here. So for Hartraft to have a program and McAdoo to have a good program, I think it's good for both guys. And I think they'll, you know, McAdoo going into his I think third year and or fourth year, I think he, they'll both put in good results this year. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven seven zero two five eight six Pulp still looking to give away a, a Pro Taper snapback hat and a twenty twenty set of uh, light hydrogen gear from the folks at Fly Racing, flyracing.com, of course. The new stuff is out. Um, Adam's got this, right, Dan? Yes. <laughs> okay, I'm just checking because he had, I thought he had it in Vegas, too. Yeah, I mean, the Vegas thing he gets so much crap for, but, I mean, he just crashed. And, and I mean, had his bike not been up, he probably would have still got it. So I, I'm not putting too much on that. Um, but, yeah, okay. I, I think he's got it. He's been solid outdoors. I think his work, he, he hasn't had a real bad moto finish. And I think if – 
if Dylan was going to make up the points, it was last weekend. You know, Adam got second overall with only 38 points, and that was a chance to gain a lot of points. And um, I yeah. think Dylan was Dylan was frustrated on Instagram with the Falk incident. I mean, there's nothing he could do. Falk was crashed. It wasn't a smart time. move by Falk, but it, it wasn't a no. terrible move. It wasn't a, a total T-bone. And it wasn't move. intentional or anything no, like that. No. So, you know, Dylan put himself in bad spots, and, yeah. and that's that, what that was the case. Yeah, yeah so um, I, think Ad, I think Adam's got it. I think it'll uh, – It'll be good, but I think he's got it, no problem. Uh, okay, so I don't think the Rocky Mountain KTM team is going to go three guys next year. Uh, I think they'd like to if they had the budget and, and everything else, but it's going to come down to Bogle, who is uh, out with Epstein-Barr. Had a real tough first moto at Bud's Creek, really tough. I, I was actually scared for him a little bit. The, the last few laps he was weaving and everything. Um, and then Benny Bloss, who had a uh, very good Unadilla, a decent uh, Bud's Creek. He said he's battling something, too. By the way, it's Epstein's back. It, it was gone for a few years, Dan, but Epstein Barr <laughs> and Racers battling sickness is all back now, more than ever in 2019. So yeah, it's uh, something got in the water over there at Rocky Mountain. Unfortunately, you know, Baggett had his issues, and I know that Bogle has been sick all year, on and off. Yeah. And I think it flares up. I talked to talked to Burner a bit about it, and yeah. uh, I know he's fighting for a ride, so it's not something he right. wanted to do, you know. And I, I think it's tough because Benny's come back and done pretty well, but who Benny do you take? Hasn't. Who do you take? If it's me, I have to take Bogle for Supercross. Yeah, you know, for the Supercross reasons, that's what I have to do. Uh, Benny's been hurt a lot, and he hasn't made it through a Supercross season. I think one in 2018 was his only year. Mm-hmm. So it's tough. You know, I, I like both guys. Not personal, but I think yeah. I have to go with Bogle. Dude, Bogle uh, won Bogle. heat races. Bogle won heat races. He won heat races. He's got a permanent number. You know, that's something big for teams and sponsors. You know, you have two solid guys that you can market with products and things like that. Um, so, yeah, that's something that people don't think about. You know, Benny's going to have a higher number this year, changing again, things like that. Do you think so. the number really matters? I think so. Really? I think it helps. Oh, I, think I, don't think about, I, mean, I don't think about that at all. I don't think about that at all when it comes to a, a decision. It's interesting. 100% because I, I know it matters because a lot of the team, I do the numbers and, and have them, and a lot of the team managers text me and ask about guys, right. hey, what number is so-and-so going to be? Yeah. I mean, most of the riders have, have texted me. You know, you got got guys like Forkner and Jordan Smith who have been hurt. It's going to be a weird pro circuit team. They're all going to be in the high 50s, and that's been a long time since you've seen that. You know, No one over there has a permanent number. It's, it's Fork- kind of strange. I thought Forkner was permanent. My bad. No. no. Yeah, Forkner's not. So right now there's a big battle for the last permanent spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dylan Ferrandez will get to choose a number. Uh, Justin Cooper will get to choose a number. And Colt Nichols was the last guy who was going to get one, but he got zero points at Bud's Creek, and R.J. Hampshire passed him. Oh. So there's a big battle this weekend between Hampshire – Sexton and um, Nichols. Sexton is permanent, but if he passes those guys, obviously he bumps them out. Right. And, and they're all within like three to five points. Oh, really? So it, oh, okay. It's, uh, and they all know about it. Like I've texted with RJ, and and they all, they're all aware. So it's like there's an inside battle <laughs> yeah. for other reasons. Right. You know. Remember when so. Pike Pike went in and threatened McElrath? He'd beat the shit out of him or something. <laughs> yeah, watch Google. <laughs> right. Because he was going to sit <laughs> out or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, if you take 18, I'm going to punch you in the face. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Uh, wow. Okay. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, that's good to know. Yeah. So, watch the battle with Hampshire and uh, Sexton and and, um, Nichols. and Nichols this weekend. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Like you said, Sexton's permanent anyways at twenty three. But the if other guys passes, will not. Yeah. Yeah. If he passes those two guys, then they're out. And uh, he's, I think, seven back. So seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. We still want to give away a couple stuff here on the Fly Race and Moto Sixty Show presented by Maxis Pro Taper. Get the folks at one hundred percent as well on board with us. Uh, Dan Truman from Get and Athena on the line. Um, all right, so uh, I guess going forward from here, 
Tomac is starting to climb the charts. I wrote about this this week in my column on Racer X. Like he's all somehow Dan he passed Jeff Ward for all time Kawasaki wins, and I I don't know how that happened because Wardy rode for him for a hundred years. But he, yeah, they passed Wardy. He's Kawasaki's all time winningest rider. Um, let that soak in for a bit, right? Yeah, I think AC's third on the list. Really? Pro circuit guys, yeah. Yeah, like you just kind of don't really realize it because we're we're so ch- uh, we're kind of nose to the grindstone and we're in the in the thing now. But these guys are making history. So Tomac has four titles, no Supercross, of course. He has he's top five. He's going to be top five in wins in 450 motocross. He's top ten in climbing in Supercross. Like I don't know if he's got enough time to get Ryan Dungey's got seven titles, uh, and RV's got eight, and of course Jeremy has eight, and then Ricky and and, and James has six, I think. Um, can he get up there, do you think, in three more years? Um, I think that... He's got four. Yeah, I think that uh, he retires after three years. Is my I think that's my opinion. Yeah. I know nothing. I think so. He would have to win a lot. Uh, I don't think he gets that many, but I do think he wins a Supercross title before he's done. And I do think he wins at least uh, another outdoor title. So I think he gets at least two more. Yeah. But the outdoors are tough. I don't know that... He's so solid at, at, in outdoors. He might continue to win. I mean, we've seen yeah. that with Ricky and RV and those guys. They just they're he, they're so strong. So I mean, maybe he gets there. Say he wins a Supercross title and that's five. Yeah. yeah, and then that's five, and then he wins an outdoor title. That's six. Yeah, and then he's got two more years left uh, to get yeah. to get another three to pass those guys to pass the Ryan's. You know. Yeah, he's he's gonna. I think he's gonna put a lot into the Supercross championship. He, you know, it's something that's eluded him for a while now, and. uh it's going to be good to see. I'm, I'm excited for Supercross already. So. <laughs> uh, uh, easy on that. Uh, I am. I am. Uh, Jet Lawrence, killing fantasy people everywhere last weekend. Um, you think he turns pro for Supercross, or do you think he's, he's a Hangtown guy? I think that he's a Hangtown guy, but I think they're definitely going to, you know, he's going to ride Supercross, and they're going to see how he is, but I don't see how they go into Supercross with Jet Shimoda and Hunter, who have never raced a Supercross before, yeah. they would have three straight and, rookies and on their team. Jmart will be ready, I think. Right? There, there's so I've heard both sides. I've heard okay. Jmart's coming back for outdoors, and um, that's maybe why they they were thinking of uh, a guy like a Hayes or something okay. Supercross. Yep. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, Jet and his team definitely need to read the rule book on on about uh, pointing out because they're confused. They he's claiming he pulled off last week because he didn't want to get too many points on the amateur side. Mm-hmm. But that rule is only for before Loretta's, not after Loretta's. He could win all six motos after Loretta's and still be good to race amateurs the following year. So um, I don't know what he's going to do this weekend. I don't know if he's going to be winning and then pull off because they don't know the rule. So I don't know. Uh, I, I heard his mechanic gave him a fist, like a fist pump, like great job, and and he thought it was a get off the track move. I don't know. Yeah, dude. yeah. I'm not. I'm not sure. I, I need to. Geico's got a lot of, uh, let's just call them, things going on right now over there. Yeah, yeah, they really. Deal with, so. uh, Schmoda, 13-12 after a not impressed. Oh, a decent speed at Unadilla was good, but, um, you know, the results weren't. But 13-12 at Buds, that's more the start of Joe Schmoda's uh, amateur career. What would you think? Yeah, I think he rode awesome at, at Buds Creek. But at Unadilla, he kind of did what I – I didn't think he was going to go 30-60 and F or whatever he did. No, but, but – in, at Loretta's, I watched him. He had a crash. He hurt his shoulder, and he, to me, uh, I, he looked like it was pretty bad. So, uh-huh. 
Unadilla wasn't a big surprise for me, but then Bud's Creek was because, I mean, seven days ago he was so hurt that he couldn't race. And, I mean, but that's what happens with these riders these days. I guess they just magically heal. So <laughs> I was impressed. It was a pretty good ride. But. Yeah. Is he, like, what do you think about him in Supercross? Does, do we know? Is, is he good at Supercross? Is he, I, I don't know. I know that he's in good shape at right. least, and that usually the longer motos at the amateur races were into his favor. You okay. know, at Loretta's he never got great starts, but he ran the guys down. He won some motos things like that. So I'm not sure how that'll go into his favor. Mm-hmm. I think the rookies are tough. I think Hunter Hunter missing Supercross is really going to hurt him. He should have. I think he should have raced a few this year mm-hmm. um, just to try him. But, um, you know, he's going to be practicing with a bunch of rookies. I heard it didn't go well. His, his stuff, it wasn't well, Hunter. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, so. I'm surprised at that. But, yeah. So, uh, all right, let's go to one last call here. Dustin, what's going on? You want to talk MXDN? <laughs> Yeah, I was wondering if, say you were manager of Team USA, I know it varies from, uh, you know, in Europe basically every year, and you get Tomac and seems thrilled that, you know, they said they weren't allowed to go, but if, say, it's in the United States, would you uh, pick them just on, you know, even if they are the best riders, do you want someone that's a little bit more like, you know, I'll go whenever, whenever I'm, uh, I'm at? No, yeah, I would, I'd go Tomac and AC and then like Osborne if I just had a wide open field. Um it's funny, though, like Tomac said, I want to go, I want to go. Adam said on the Pulp Show, I want to go. I don't think they did, dude. I mean, I'm not calling them liars because I don't really don't know. But I don't think they really wanted to go. I don't think, I don't think they did. Dan, what, I mean, they said they did, but what else are they going to say? Did, are they really going to come out in public and be like, I don't want to go? I believe if Adam and Eli wanted to go even tomorrow, that they go. Right, right. Uh, that, that's what, what I think. I think yep. that if they wanted to go, they want to they go but i think in adam's situation he's changing teams he's changing bikes things like that he wants to get a jump on that and i don't blame him and i think eli is focused on like i said he wants to get ready for supercross and he has a lot of obligations and yeah and you know he took a lot of heat last year um you know from the fans and yeah uh, and, and that's that's that it's his choice and dustin also uh so if i was manager and say those guys were out of the picture Sorry, Cooper, but I 100% put Justin Barsha on a 250F. He told me he would do it. Justin said he would do it. Justin Barsha told me he would do it. And the star guys, of course, you know, Yamaha, no problem there. Barsha rides a 250F, I bet you, still really good. He tries his balls off uh, at that race. He's good in the sand. I 100% think outside the box, which Team USA doesn't seem to ever do. Uh, although, yeah, Osborne was going to ride the 250, uh, apparently. They don't even think inside the box. They don't even <laughs> think the right gate. Well, and that, <laughs> I mean, because yeah, I mean, I, did, I would like to have someone to go if you pick Barsha. Every time he's gone, you know he's you know what you're going to get from him 100. percent I'm in all the way. No, yeah, no, you know, he, and that, dude, and that's the way you yeah. want. It hasn't gone always good for him. I think he's 0 and 4, just like Eli. But at this race, but, but, his, but his overall rides have been I yeah, mean, minus yeah. a couple, he's had some outstanding rides. Yeah, putting Barsha on a 250F would have been, I think, the best move that the team could have done. Uh, do you agree, Dan? Do you think that that's um, something? I, I think even Barsha on the 450 and Osborne on the 250F, and, and nothing against Justin Cooper. I yeah. just think the experience comes into play, and and our team and our management is too, I don't want to say scared, but they don't want to hurt feelings, it seems like. It's like, okay, AC doesn't want to go. Who's the next best 250 yeah. guy? Yeah, that, that's, and I yeah. don't believe that. I mean, AP, yes, he's not the same AP as last year, but you see how hard it is to go to the 450 class and be competitive. Um, so you take, you take Barsha, Anderson, and Osborne, and yep. either put Anderson or, or either put Osborne or Barsh on a 250, and I think you have a better team. Yeah. Um, but we don't do that. Yeah. No, we we don't ever think. We also don't pick inside gates when they're available. 
Yeah, I mean, and you got guys like other countries are doing that. Prado's racing a 450, and oh, yeah. you know, and and they all drop down. I mean, Caroli ride a 250F. Uh, lots of guys yeah. have done it. Yep. Uh, yeah, and, and you do it because Caroli's the best, right, in his country. So that's what, and the 250 class is that more important. So yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. I don't think that uh, we do that. So. Uh, hey, Dustin, uh, I like the question asking if I was manager. I really like that because I, I, that's really good. So do you want the set of Fly Racing 2020 gear? Oh, dude, I love it. Yeah. All right. Stay on hold, man. All right. Awesome. Thank you all very right. much. Dustin wins a set of 2020 Fly Racing Light Hydrogen Gear. Uh, all right, Dan, thanks for the, uh, thanks for the um, input on the Fly Racing Moto 60 show. Really appreciate it. Get and Athena, of course, if you want a discount or a deal or information on anything that Get or Athena has, simply use the contact form on pulpamex.com. We'll pass it on to Dan. And uh, while he's taking cell phone riders from privateers at the races, he will also email you at 8 o'clock at night uh, about some Get and Athena deals. So Correct. Uh, correct. Uh, thanks, Dan. Appreciate it, man. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, that's Dan Truman. Uh, next up uh, from Swap Moto Live, Michael Antonovich. Anton, what's up, man? Hey, buddy. How are you? I'm good, man. Barsha on the 250F. Do it all day, right? I mean, keep Barsha on a 450 and just put Zach on a 250. Just do something. <laughs> but, yeah, it, something. You do something. Now, I think Justin will be a good, like, I think Justin Cooper will be a He will be will, good. He, he yep. will do well. Yep. He will do well, and he has a lot to prove right now so he'll want to do well uh he's gonna go in and, and ride as hard as he can and he seems like really honored to have the opportunity where i think other people maybe don't view that sometimes um but to to what you guys were just saying about like adam not going honestly it's probably a good deal that adam doesn't go and i know that that just sounds so crazy to some people but look at what happened when cooper webb went and had a bad time in italy in 16 and how badly that ruined his confidence for two years. You know, if, if Adam's transitioning into that bike and he's already said, I'm not the best sand rider, there's no point in putting yourself in a bad situation right away no. and then having to chase that the rest of the season. No, and, 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 and you're right in the fact, too, like he's going to 450s. And I was going to bring this up with Dan, but I'll bring it up with you. Like Monster, the, the Monster Energy, they really – like, want to win the Monster Cup for some reason. I, I couldn't tell you the last five winners of the Monster Cup. I don't give a shit. It's a, it's a nothing race. Um, but for some reason... Haven't there only been, like, five winners? I don't know. No, I don't think so. I don't know. But anyways, um, I couldn't tell you. I, I, I think Stu won. RV won the million. Uh, complained about it. Eli won the million because Savachi yeah. gave it to him. But um, anyways, Millsaps, I think, won, too. In the upset a little bit. Marvin. Oh, okay. So, yeah. All right, okay. So, anyways... For some reason, Monster really cares about this race. Uh, if Tomac and AC were to keep riding outdoors for the next five weeks, it would help. It would hurt their Monster Energy Cup prep, and maybe Monster care, you know, Monster freak out or something. I don't know, but there is that also, you know. So um, that, that there's that part of it as well. Um, I and I do think that there is a big concentrated effort from Kawasaki to make sure that they avoid a lot of the issues that they faced the last few years. You know what I mean? They want Eli to come into this thing knowing like. Hey, you are the guy every weekend that should win. You need to think I'm the guy that can win every weekend, and you have to avoid these these rides of like New Jersey where you crash two times and give away the title pretty much. Like yeah. they they really probably need to spend um, that amount of time yep. working on that more so than they do. Yeah, let's go over to to Amsterdam and try our asses off for two days and then see what that gets us. Like yeah. Yeah. everything that they're doing makes sense in the long run for them. They've made it really clear that it's a non-factor race. I know Monster, and I mean, 
on a global scale, I'm sure the monster energy motocross of nations gets way more umph for that company than monster cup might, or it's probably comparable, but they have enough people that they're plucking from in the European talent pool that they're not really worried if they don't have two more and, guys there. And where does this critic like, where does the criticism, this is the mo- biggest, the most prestigious race of the year. This is the Olympics of motocross. This means everything you bleed for your flag. Fuck you. If you don't go like all this bullshit. Um, yeah, it's at a road race track with sand dumped on it. Yeah. Uh, it's Harley Majura. It's hardly Bud's well, Creek. It's hardly Red Bud. It's, it's, it's a flat road race track with sand dumped on it. This is like we've seen for years and years and years how Youthstream have tried to make this stadium motocross thing happen. You know, look at the Charlotte GP that, you, that I went to. I don't think you, you didn't go. Uh, Imola which they just did this weekend, is the same thing. It's mm-hmm. a road race track that they dumped dirt on. Both Indonesia, well, the one Indonesia race is basically an exhibition in a hotel parking lot. Like, they're trying to do that where they're going to bring traditional motocross into a, you know, contained area, and that's cool. And this is going to be, like, their grand attempt at it, and we'll see how this works out when they get everybody there and all eyes on the sport. Right. Because most of the time when they do have the GT at Aston, most people don't care. You have to care about the nation if you're a motocross fan. Yeah, and it's it's a you know, decent track. I, I You know, I'm, I'm saying it, it's, you know, cheese ball, and it kind of is, but they do do a good job of it. It's decent. Um, but It it's, looks like a cool one. But it's still. It, no, I it's think it still, will lack the atmosphere yeah. of past the nation. There right. will be no chainsaws. Right. I really don't know how liberal they're going to get with allowing like smoke grenades and stuff like that in there. But, and you know, like you're going to miss out on the French guy standing in the first turn with a 12 foot flag. Like it, it's going to be a different donations in every capacity. Yeah. And, and that's, yeah. So anyways, I just, nobody ever says like, Hey, what about you guys just jumping sand on a, on a road race track? Right. Nice work. You know what I mean? So anyways, uh, all right, let's move on a little bit. Um, battle for second, five points for Marvin is up on Kenny with one to go. As I was talking to Dan, these guys don't get bonuses for third, a lot of these big-time factory guys. So who do you like? Well, have you looked at uh, – not to play JT, have you looked at the weather for this weekend? It looks fine, right? It looks really good. Right. It looks really – like I'm in Illinois right now, and it was like 90-something degrees yesterday, and it's 72, 75 out today right now. All of that is going over towards Indiana. Mm-hmm. Like it's going to be another Unadilla-like picture-perfect day. That could be good for Ken because mm-hmm. we've seen how well he does, as long as he's not too smoked from last week because there's a big drop-off in the last half of that second yeah. moto, so hopefully it hasn't taken too much out of him. Um, but he'd have to be pretty perfect, and Marvin would have to let him have a lot of points because right now Marvin's got the spot. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, it's, kind of, it's a kind of a tough say because each guy has their pros and cons. Uh, I would almost kind of give it to Marvin, though, right now. Yeah, yeah. It Just because he has dr- a five-point um, advantage. Kenny did five laps in qualifying last week. <laughs> but yeah, he rode press day though. True, true. Like he and he's going to ride press day again this week. Like that's kind of another complaint if you talk to riders that are lower on the totem pole is that like why do these certain guys get to ride press day every week when other guys like try to ride it and they get told no? Like they pretty much need to make press day like hey if you want to ride get ready to ride like be there on the track at one thirty every Friday afternoon and, and do your laps, you know, because it is kind of a pick-and-choose deal well, that's not exactly fair. Yeah, but, you know what I mean? Know, Tristan Lane doesn't sell tickets like Kenny Roxon, so beat it. No offense to those no, no, guys. I like, love those guys. There, but there should be 
No, I mean like other factory riders if they wanted to do it. Oh. Like if you want to ride press day, you should be able to just go ride press day. Well, I thought there was a schedule and you had to, st- you, there was a, a predetermined schedule and that was it. I don't, I didn't think that you could, I thought Honda, well, Bud's Creek was Honda's turn. No, well, no, because Unadilla, Bud's Creek, they're going to do it again this weekend. It's happened from time to time. Like, I know you don't go to Preston. No, I don't. Much, I don't. I do. Yep. But like, there for a time, all of Alvin's guys, all of the KTM guys and the Husky guys were doing every Supercross press day. Marvin did every one of them. Dunn, you did every one of them there at the end. So yeah, it's it like there, there needs to be kind of like a little bit better deal because there is a big benefit to press day. Like, yeah, the track's not exactly the same, but you have a rough idea. Of what oh, yeah. No, no, it helps. 20 minutes is yeah. huge. Yeah. You know? No, absolutely. And not to mention uh, me thinking about the mechanics. Like, now they got to work more and harder and all that. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. um uh, 250 guys battling for contracts. There's uh, there's a few of them, as we were talking about with Dan. Like, there's some really good dudes that are going to make no money and 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 try to get on a decent bike for next year. And, and a, a team like JGR, a team like Cycle Trader, might be the beneficiaries. Well, you kind of got and you have to see what the options are because the market is going to change this off season too. You know, this this Cherokee money is really dependent on what JGR does. Two to four guys, um, and then if I, I know you didn't, but if you listen to my podcast with Christina Denny from last week, she's stepping down as team manager there, and who knows what happens with that team now. Will it still be a second-tier, very good training program, or is it going to go back to what it was when, like, Amart and Weston were there five year, five or six years ago? Like, you got to kind of pick and choose where you're going to go this offseason. But there, like we both said, there are a lot of guys that have to hope for career-best rides on Saturday afternoon and hope that it's enough to keep them on the team manager's minds in the next few weeks. Oldenburg's, you know, it, Oldenburg's one of the top guys without a deal, uh, speed-wise. Mm-hmm. Put, Oldenburg, put there. Bailey, you gotta have you have to think, like, what's Kyle Peters going to do? Cantrell. Jimmy Dakota, because you don't know. Cantrell, Falk. Um, yeah, there's, a, there's quite a few. And then there's 450 guys, too. You know, like, what's Marty going to do? What are, there, there's, there's a lot going on, and I wrote, like, a little thing on Swap Moto Live that went up kind of late last night. And it's like, hey, you, you pretty much have to figure out what what is your cost. Like, what are you worth? Did you save enough money when you were getting steady paychecks that you can invest in a privateer program mm-hmm. and do that? Can you ride for no money and hope for the big break? Have you called enough team managers and been their first option for a fill-in when somebody inevitably gets hurt? Like, you yeah. have to really sit back and look and be like, what am I worth, and is the risk versus the reward to go out and do this again? It's funny, like, McAdoo had that Club MX ride. Remember, he rode a Yamaha in Europe, and he was going to do that, uh, whatever, the club club mm-hmm. team slash traders or whatever. And then he bailed before the season for a Geico ride. I don't remember who got hurt or however that went down. but um, Yeah, pretty much everybody. Yeah, pretty much That's 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 a real... In 2019, 2020, that is a legit strategy. I am not going to affiliate with anybody. I am just going to wait. Yeah, like, you just wait. Like I would call Mitchell. I would call Mitchell Oldenburg in a second if any of my guys got hurt. Two fifty teams. Mm-hmm. And 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 what you do is another thing. You go buy a bike. You go buy a bike. Oh come on, Anton. Nobody wants have, to do that. <laughs> but you do. You you do. You go buy a bike. You send it off for a little bit of motor work just so it's competitive get somebody to do your suspension so you can have it and you stay sharp and you keep going to milestone and you keep going to these other practice tracks so everybody sees you because that's what builds that buzz of like 
dude, have you seen so-and-so? He's crushing it right yeah. now. And yeah. that's what builds your momentum because posting Instagram bangers isn't going to do anything. Right, you know? right. Uh, all right, let's get some phone calls here. we got a few guys on hold here. Shad's on four. Shad, what's up, man? How are you? Pretty good. How are you doing? Good. What's your question, man? Yeah, um, I know this might be out of the box, but, uh, you know, you got the Motocross Nations coming up. You got a, a guy like Justin Cooper who has so much potential in the future and everything like that. Talent, as of right now, it's only going to progress. Do you think, like, uh, Roger DeCoster – uses that motocross nation over the years to go ahead and poach or interview or see of uh, any prospects coming up through the ranks that he tries to get onto his team when they come for 450s and he interviews them and, and um, pro- you know nah I don't I don't think so I, I I don't I mean I guess you could point to the web thing but you know web was web's value was pretty low when he, when he had it over there he didn't have a lot of choices you know he had a, a one year deal from yamaha to go back or a two year ktm deal so uh, i don't think so anton what do you think uh i don't think to the way that one might assume like roger isn't probably going to get this awesome you know gauge of how a guy is over a two day race that's unlike anything else they do all year um He's going to be watching people more and more. But then the other thing is, too, like KTM has a feeder system that you work up to. And then they'll probably do what they did with Cooper, where once a guy becomes a free agent, then you just go poach him when you can. You know, like, I wouldn't be surprised if in two years we see Aaron Plessinger and Cooper Webb be teammates. You know, when Marvin's contract is up, depending on how Aaron's next term at KTM goes, and that's with zero into intel right now of, like, yeah, Aaron's trying to get out of a Yamaha ride, but, like, you don't think that he would follow his friend over and the guy that was his training mentor? Like, they're going to want to see where people go. You know, yeah. I don't think Roger is basing all of that stuff off of two days. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, Shad, you want a pro taper snapback hat? Yeah, I do. All right, stay on hold, Thank man. You. We'll get your information. Tits will get it, and uh, we'll send you a pro taper, protaper.com. Ratcliffe, what's up, man? Hey, guys. Um,. Quick thought, I was checking out the uh, Fly Racing Casual Wear, and I mm-hmm. thought, you know, just might be space for a Steve Mathis Memorial Cargo Short. What do you think? Yeah, you think so? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, that'd be kind of sweet. Uh, they <laughs> we can, need them. They I can look. do it, yeah. Nowhere to... uh, I like Cargos. Um, I stand by Cargos. I don't know. If people bag on Cargos. People send me memes bag on Cargos. Fuck off, everybody. Cargos are cool. Oh, so nice. What would, uh, what would my pocket. signature line be, Mathis? Uh, scarves or those tight jeans you wear. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, I do know me. Also, yeah. a quick thing. Yep. Uh, the MXGP e-mountain bike race had a co-announcer. Can you believe it? I, I, so I, Malin didn't have to announce it. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I watched some of it. I just heard Malin, or maybe I maybe I wasn't paying attention. I just heard Malin. I just heard Malin. So. Huh. I watched the... Extended cut, and there was another wow. announcer. Let's him. face it, it wasn't very exciting, so I didn't stick around for the whole thing. It was not exciting. No, not at all. Uh, thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, never. Yeah. Mountain bike racing. All right, uh, McElrath, 1-1 at Bud's. He qualified 18th. Of course he went 1-1 at Bud's. Anton, of course, right? Um, yeah, of course. Does he? I, I don't know. I'm not saying 1-1 at uh, Indiana, but does he? does this help him get on the podium? At Indiana, does it does he does he get on the podium at Indiana? Yeah, probably. Just because now you know you can do it again, uh, and pretty any question you have of like, well, you know, bike set up this or whatever, like you've proven that you can do it 
to start replicating it. Mm-hmm. And Shane, it sucks that he is, I'm sure that it's like kind of a bummer to him that he is leaving. But at the same time, too, he'll probably want to give those guys a good going away present. And getting on the podium again would be a great sign of that. Yep. Um, I don't really remember how his results have been at Indiana. You know, because we've always been so focused on a championship or, like, who did what prior that it's just like, eh, it's just another guy. Um, But Did did I see you say something about quads? Quads are racing? What? Yeah, dude. Quad racing Friday is going to be sick. Oh, Friday. Okay. Friday. I didn't know if they were going to race, though. Okay. And then I think after press day, too. Oh, okay. All right. Um, Yeah. So I see that, and, like, that'll be interesting because if you ever – it's funny. I was in the Rockstar Husky truck last week, and like Jason and Dean were watching quad racing from Ironman, like from a past event. Bro, it is like concrete flat. So it'll be really uh, entertaining to see how guys take to it for press day uh-huh. uh, because there are press day sessions in between like quad riding. So that track is going to be a highway. Right, right. Wow. Yeah, I don't know what to say. Fly racing will dominate fly uh, quad racing, though. I, I do know that. Yes. Yeah, they, they are. The... Did you notice? Did Did you look at the track changes for this weekend? I didn't. What's the deal with them? I should have asked you that earlier. What's the Pretty deal? Pretty much like a whole new track. Really? Like, uh, yeah, like the first turn and all that stuff is different. Um, one of those big uphill jumps is gone, kind of thankfully, because it it's the one after they do the tunnel. And okay. They yeah, and they, yeah, yeah. Yep. That's, like that's that King Kong gone. or something they called it. I think that was King Kong. Godzilla or some some goofball name. Yeah. yeah. But it looks like all that stuff is gone, and the track is a little bit more contained to that wooded area. Oh, okay. Oh, interesting. I wonder if it was done for TV purposes or what. Yeah, I thought it was. I, this is an underrated track. We haven't seen it dry too many times, but this is a good track. It's a good track. Yeah. Difficult to shoot photos on just because it's so weird. But yeah, it's a good track. Yeah, nobody nobody cares about that, Anton. No. No. Um, all right, it's man. A good, it's a yeah. very good track. Uh, all right. I'll ask you a couple of questions. Same the same thing I asked Truman. Benny Bloss or Justin Bogle, who do you take? It's pretty tight. Um, why would you – it'd be cool if you could do what we all kind of hinted at, what JGR could do. When you put one guy in Supercross, which would be Bogle, and then you put another guy outdoors, which would be Benny. It's a pretty good deal. Now, neither guy in that position, though, would make the same amount of money that they're right. making right now, but it it would be a good deal for both of them. Because okay. um, Bogle is a better Supercross rider. Benny is good, but I think he's almost too tall that it kind of works against him, and he's not done a full season where you have gotten an accurate yeah. gauge on what he can do. Dude, Bogle was good the second half of the year. Like, seriously, it's really surprising. Yeah. You know? So, um, okay. McAdoo or Hartraft? Um, I don't know. It's hard to say because McAdoo has been around for so long and you kind of didn't see any signs of life. Like after he went from MCR to Geico and you thought like, wow, this is going to be it. Yep. And then it just never really happened. And then last ride with Geico and he gets on the podium and that's great. But then Hartraft has been second year and he was there. Like he was in the mix and I think they were about equal. Um, maybe Hartraft just because he is a little younger and you maybe don't know what his full potential is yet. But okay. McAdoo is a great pickup for pro circuit because like, dude, he, he's completely wide open and everybody says how hard that kid works and how fast he can go. And Mitch needs a guy that he's not going to have to babysit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're close. They're equal though. Or they're really close. 
they're really close. All right. Um, how's Swap Moto Live? Everything good? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Fantastic. Swap Moto Live. No complaints, sir. Yep. Check it out, please. Uh, are you going to Montreal? I don't know. I need to get a hold of Pernard. Are you going to MXDN? Yes. And on. Are you going to Paris? I hope so. Are you going to Geneva? I believe so. Okay. Noel said I am going to Geneva, so I think that one. I would like to talk to Eric about the well, other two. They're not paying. I love going. Scott ain't paying for your flight to Geneva. They're What's cheap. that? They're, Scott's not going to pay for your flight to Geneva. Come on. Okay. Um, They're too cheap. And you can tell Noel's I said that. Okay. Um, okay. Hey, so, uh, yeah, that'll be good. Um, one of my all-time favorite photos in my phone that I'll never delete is you with that punk chick at Geneva a couple years ago. It's badass, yeah. Yeah, so that's my favorite photo, I think, in my phone, so... Maybe I'll post that at Throwback uh, Throwback Thursday. Yeah. And yeah, t- I was a different stage in my life back then. I was a little softer and uh, not so well-developed as I am now. And, and Tom meets his dream girl in Geneva. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, buddy. Hey, th- I, I'm, not, oh. I'm probably not the only person that can say that because remember what used to be in the basement. Oh, the hotel, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Good point. I forgot yeah. about that. Good times in Geneva <laughs> over the years. Uh, all right, buddy. Hey, thanks very much. Appreciate it. We'll see you this weekend, all right? All right, see you, dude. All right, th- thanks. Swap Moto Live, Michael Antonovich. Fly Racing Moto 60 Show, presented by Pro Taper, Maxis 100% and Get. Well, Tits, this could be it. That's it. Until next time. Yeah. Are we bringing it back in 2020? Uh, I'll be here. Okay. Whether you have the show or not, I'm okay. just, it's routine it's, right now, so might, I'll be here. We might do an MEC show, or we might do an MXDN show. Stay tuned, everybody. But thank you for listening all year. Really appreciate it. I'm going to, I'm going to turn this down. Uh, thanks to uh, the sponsors, Fly Racing Moto 60 Show, Get, Pro Taper, Maxis 100%. This show gets a ton of callers, man. I really appreciate that. Lots of callers. Hey, Ted's like... People at lunch hour are just trying to screw off and call the show. They, they, or even if they're not on their lunch hour, they're trying to screw off and call yeah, the show. Yeah, Absolutely. Yep. So uh, thanks for the support for this one. Like I said, we may be back, we may be not, but it's been fun to spend the hour with you people. Thanks a lot. We out.